0: Hey guys, welcome to the Live Live Play podcast, I'm your host Stephen Kinsel and today on the show I have none other than Aaron Tobin. You're listening to the Live Live Play podcast. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thanks. So uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Erin um, Tobin is working at FSM. But I've known you about like two years now. Yeah, two yeah, two years it's ain't now. That long. Um, I first met you. You were coaching. Uh, you were coaching uh, kind of pre and postnatal, which we're going to get into. But we first kind of had our first interaction about uh, kids classes. Yeah. And then you went up to. Northern Ireland to Belfast for the Brand X Method Advanced Kids Coaching Cert I was up there as uh, just kind of reviewing my my certification uh, Certification Certification is that a word? That... Certificates Cer- Certi- 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 Certification <laughs> Certification It's early on the Saturday morning guys early on the Saturday morning um, so and then we got talking there and then it's been yeah, known each other for two years we've kind of you, you were kind of off doing your thing and now mm. you're 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 kind of in with FSM now. As in, we're starting to run classes. You're shadowing. You're doing taking personal training, mm-hmm. and we're going to be talking about what we're going to be doing uh, in the coming months. Yeah. But before we get into that, Aaron, how did you get into the fitness industry?
1: So, God, so it would. I've always been into fitness, like as a teenager. As a kid and as a teenager, like playing basketball and you play playing.
0: basketball too
1: respect Ge- Michael Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's my fave too. Um and I used to play Gaelic football and stuff like that yeah. as well. And then um obviously when I got older, um kind of fitness kind of fell off the radar for me. Um I fell pregnant about seven years ago. Um and uh so <laughs> Well, pregnant about seven years ago and ended up um when i when i was pregnant i had like a bleed or two okay. so the doctor then turned around to me and said you know like you just need to sit on the couch like don't yeah. move so i actually took that literally so um sat on the couch ate like all the frozen chocolate in the world like i think the most exercise i did was going up and back to the fridge stop, 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 stop. yeah yeah exactly so after that i uh I didn't obviously do any exercise and uh had ended up having an emergency C section on my son.
0: Okay.
1: Um then afterwards I'd obviously realized that I'd gained four stone. Um did not have like my pre pre like pregnancy body Mm -hmm. at all. Um and I had nowhere to turn in regards to like the fitness industry. I didn't know who would like who to seek advice from. I remember actually kind of going, no, do you know what? I need to go back to the gym. So I went to, are you late name Jims? You're late name Jim Jim. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I went to Ben Dunn gym and I walked up to one of the employees there and I asked, do you know, I just had a baby like a few weeks ago. Um... I obviously got signed off by my doctor to go back to exercise Um, what do I do I had an emergency C-section like is there anything that you can advise me to do any exercises and uh, he just turned around he was a young guy just turned around and was like a um, uh, few compound exercises yeah. right that's the only answer that I got and I was like oh my Sweet. god yeah so um, then got into like was trying to do my own thing in the gym hadn't got a clue then was Doing um you know insanity insanity? Yes. Yeah. And doing that in my like intensity homework. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect thing to do just after having an emergency C section <laughs> and gaining like loads of weight. So did that in my living room for yeah. like ages. I remember yeah, like used you get to get a t shirt? No, I yeah, didn't. Oh, Aging
0: <laughs> you only get that T shirt if you've done it. I
1: not I, I, yeah. <laughs> I it was like Uh, like every second morning it was like my turn like so my husband would like get up with their son and then like I would do the workout and then it was like his turn so (laughs) major pressure on myself to get up and do a workout like every second morning but uh, obviously didn't know what the hell I was doing Um, decided to kind of I definitely did like research Um, into like the exercise world as regards like postnatal fitness and tried to come across like better solutions. (laughs) But um, anyway, got myself somewhat back together and lost the four stone and then had felt pregnant again with my second, with my daughter. So decided to kind of take this more seriously and kind of help myself for like after baby. Yeah. So during that pregnancy, I um um I wouldn't say I did what I should have done, but I like took the gym more seriously, yeah. if you know what I mean, like cautiously but seriously. Yeah. Um. Again, didn't have any uh, help or advice from any specialised person in pre and postnatal fitness. I was kind of trying to do my own thing with what yeah. I found on the internet, basically. And
0: oh, it's very, there's very little out there.
1: Yeah. Very little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's getting more popular now And it's definitely There's more education Towards it now But back then Say four years ago There was nothing
0: Like I remember My my sister was pregnant For her first child I was training her And Mm. the only place I could get information Was Other than like A doctor's form Was CrossFit mums And that was a form Where mums who were pregnant Who wanted to still Continue CrossFit Who used to get slated On social media Because they were exercising While pregnant Mm uh and then they were given advice so and it was literally there was there was one or two kind of uh specialists mm-hmm. but then mainly it was just mum's going because every pregnancy gives difference everyone's different yeah um my sister turns out after two three months just couldn't exercise at all because okay. she was she horrible uh morning sickness yeah. very lethargic just had a really bad pregnancy mm-hmm. he also got it got later on in the stages but that was the only form I found, and I used to always give that advice to anyone that fell pregnant uh, that I was coaching at the time, yeah. uh, was go on this form and ask your questions because someone will, and they were very, in all fairness, they were very, I don't even know if they're still going, but they were very good because it would always be someone that was either going through the exact same thing as you did mm-hmm. or they'd then they would have the right advice for you. Yeah, um, and yeah. Because the only people that would really know were people that have actually been there, done that. That's it. A- and then the, the kind of person that owns the page I think, as had qualifications, and they would chime in if they felt there was misinformation in oh, giving and stuff good. like that. Yeah. So it was really good. Uh, but yeah, there was very little information at yeah. the time. And that was my niece's what, 10, uh, 10 years ago. Mm. There was, we couldn't find anything. Like that. Yeah. I, I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Um, on, and it wasn't like the courses that you've done and stuff like now; no. They weren't really readily available then. Yeah, I think
1: I the advice back then was just to like not exercise yeah. at all. And especially weight training. It was like, no. Yes don't lift anything heavier than like what five ten pounds yeah because you're going
0: to carry a nine pound baby exactly so don't, don't lift five pounds <laughs> no. it's about that stuff even like with women training like mm. carry a 10 kilo bag into the gym but you don't lift the 10 kilo weight because it's too heavy for you yeah. because you're a fragile fragile species exactly
1: uh, only sometimes we're fragile It's when you choose to be we <laughs> won't get into that yeah
0: so, yeah, like, uh, obviously, like, obviously, you, as you are saying, like, you, you had your second child. Yeah. Then, and then you went to, you. Did, what was it that made you want to become a coach then?
1: So the spark came after I had my second and um, I was working um, in sales and marketing, actually, and um, the guy I was working for ended up selling his business. So I was left jobless after having my uh, second yeah. baby. And uh, I kind of had to decide what I wanted to do. And rather than kind of throw myself back into sales and marketing, I decided to follow what I was passionate about. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, obviously, when I was trying to figure out... um how to go about the fitness kind of regime during and after baby, mm. I discovered that I'm hugely interested in that niche. Yeah. So um, I decided to put my kids in crash and go back to college full time. Mm-hmm. So I did that for two years. Um I went to college full time and it was the best two years ever. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um so I definitely knew that, that this is where I was supposed what to be. To do, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So I did a um, small pre and postnatal cert um in um the NCT, the national mm-hmm. no, the NTC, National yeah. Training Centre um it was it was all right it wasn't the best it was a one day course you know those one day courses and yeah. then all of a sudden you're qualified and yeah. um, it wasn't it wasn't the best to be fair it didn't give you any in depth knowledge of what you should have yeah um so I obviously then went and put myself out there got a lot of coaching experience mm-hmm. while I was in college and did a lot of pre and postnatal coaching um absolutely loved it loved being loved helping women. Um, after having their baby and yeah. while they were pregnant as well. Um, I then decided I really wanted to um, have a better qualification in the industry. Yeah. Um, so I then did the Dr. Sarah Duval um, Postpartum Corrective Exercise Specialist course. Okay. So I've done that. I'm pre and postnatal. Um, I've done the two certs in that and that has been fantastic it took me a good few months yeah. but um it was so in-depth and it was absolutely brilliant um so yeah
0: need, I think you need that as in if you're going to go into that field you need to be able to put like it's not like you say like the one-day course no like technically mm. I'm a qualified Reebok Pilates instructor
1: no way. I did a two-day seminar.
0: I could not teach pilots. you asked me to, and when I did the cert, yeah, I'm technically qualified. Yeah, but those certs back in those days, there was no expiry date on them. Like I'm certified for life. <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it's their introductions. They're yeah, to see is yeah. something you want to pursue. That's exactly the word. You should then pursue it if you're going to try and make a business out of it or make a, a lifestyle out of it. Mm. Um. Like one thing that we've done, like I've trained a fair few women through pregnancy and after pregnancy. I don't have any qualification on that, and I'm not saying you don't need it. You do. I, if you are gonna, if it's gonna be your field, yeah, you need to be qualified. There was very little out there for me to know. All I knew was how are you feeling on the day, mm. and I knew like we. I trained three women right to due date. Okay. Uh, I trained at least two or three more women halfway their pregnancy just became uncomfortable mm. um i've worked with people that fell pregnant and wanted to exercise and lost her lost her child had a miscarriage okay. nothing to do with exercise it was just a miscarriage mm-hmm. um not that it's just like i i know that personally it's not a nice thing to happen it's a horrible thing mm. um but it these things happen yeah and then after pregnancy, I've trained people that were adamant to come back. Well, obviously, unless the doctor signed off, we wouldn't. And But well, what I found was is that every single one, like between, uh, they won't mind me saying them because I've spoken about them before, Laura, Claire, and Susan, um, all completely different approaches yeah. to my coaching.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some of them didn't feel comfortable doing some things. Some of them didn't feel comfortable doing it. Like Susan, four weeks before Jodie was born, deadlifted 90 for five. Mm. Like she's never been stronger. Mm. She still claims that Joby stole her strength when he came out. Um <laughs> okay. but yeah, like it's but if that was and that was because these were people I was training for years. Yeah. And then they fell pregnant and they wanted to continue to train. Yeah. Which is what so I was like, yeah. But if you came to me, like we had people approach us that had just become pregnant and then wanted to join our gym and I was like, No. Mm-hmm. Because I've no idea of fitness background. I have no idea how you're like, I don't know you as a person. So I don't know how to communicate with you. And it's like, I'm, that's not my field. Like if you want to then work with someone, you need someone that specializes in that, which is where your niche is. Yeah. Um, and not that I, I'm sure there was things that I was doing that probably you'd be like, I wouldn't have done that. But at the time we didn't know better. Yeah. We didn't do, weren't doing any harm, but we were still trying to provide a service for people that were looking for it. I looked up trimesters. I was on CrossFit moms. i probably one of the only blokes on. Hey, uh, <laughs> have a client, uh, Stephanie. Uh, uh, but they were again, they were very good with me, and they came back with with different aspects of it and stuff. And it was it was just it was mm-hmm. a it was a good learning curve for me because I I liked the challenge of working with someone and uh, on on a whole other field that I was unaware of. Yeah. Uh, again. Like so we didn't get into the in-depth of kegels and all that i just said are you doing them you know what they are <laughs> if you're not doing them don't come <laughs> back to me when you're jumping in having to go to the toilet um but all that type of stuff but yeah, that's not yeah they, no. they were just wanted to still come and train in the gym they yeah they weren't looking for these this specific aspects and stuff mm. like that. um so i think like with i don't know i went off my train and of thought of a question i was gonna ask you um <laughs> but that's what happens when I do the show <laughs> but I, I know that there's people out there that do help women and actually yeah, no, so I know so I remember seeing a post from another it was another male coach pretty much stating that if you weren't qualified in this you shouldn't be doing it and I I disagreed with him online because I had worked with people and I disagreed mm-hmm. because I would worked with people who then fell pregnant who then I worked with mm-hmm. I'm not certified but I have enough certifications and enough knowledge 20 years doing this to know my client could I know more by getting certified 100% yeah the conversation ended up with um, he meant new coaches and <coughs> new PTs people that aren't as experienced as
1: exactly as yeah. other
0: coaches that have yeah. worked with clients for many many years mm-hmm. and know a little bit more but even at that like I've been doing this for 20 years and I said I've helped people, but your knowledge on it mm-hmm. would trump me always. Been, and we've even seen that. We've had people come in who are either, well, one woman was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, one was post. Yeah. And the first thing I did was, hey, I have a girl here, Erin, she's going to take care mm-hmm. Right. If you weren't here, then I would have been the person that probably would have, I wouldn't have taken on the pregnancy client. I wouldn't have taken her on because mm-hmm. she was already pregnant. Yeah. But the other pray I wouldn't take her on as personal training uh, mm-hmm. because I know that I've done that before and I could cater for her to a, to an extent. But the fact that I knew I had you, like yeah, I'm going to put you with my best coach,
1: yeah. especially in that field. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, well, f- with you and like what you know now, coaches and like again, by all means, like we want, I want honest, an honest answer for coaches working with pre or pre or well, mainly post-pregnancy do they need to be certified 100% like an honest question because i want to answer. this is all that do they need to be certified in your opinion is there leeway is it a gray area what's your honest thoughts
1: my honest opinion is yeah what <laughs> <laughs> i think they do need to yeah. be certified because they're so much information yeah that you need to know in order to coach and train these women back yeah. to their full health and fitness yeah. Um, i think if you if you're not qualified you're gonna have to do your research and you're gonna have to know exactly like literally from the you need to know the all the knowledge in regards to the pelvic floor mm. to down to her breathing patterns everything so i think yeah i think if if you're a new coach and you're going to train a pregnant woman i don't think especially after the qualification that i got from college yeah. i wasn't qualified yes. to coach say a postpartum woman because i didn't have any knowledge about the pelvic floor i didn't have any knowledge about breathing patterns the diaphragm the you know the core cylinder anything like that
0: but before you got your extended certifications, did you feel okay coaching someone who was pregnant when you did your first cert? No. You didn't feel comfortable.
1: Oh, when I did my first cert, yeah. Um, yeah, no, but then I did. Yeah, you learned more. Yeah. So it was like,
0: and that kind of that kind of brings me to the what I used to coach when I was a first coach mm. and what I coach now. I wasn't doing yeah. harm then. I was doing the best... And I wasn't putting anyone in danger... And I think that's the way... A coach should never put anyone in danger... No. They should have the basic knowledge of... Well if you are pregnant... We're not going to do A, B and C... And yes you should be doing your research... But as you... Like what you know now... What you knew then... <clears throat> like there's a lot more knowledge... And what you know now... And what you'll know in five years... Will be a lot more knowledge... True... Like, I, I, I could It's not that it was wrong... But you could have done it better... Uh, yeah that's yeah. exactly it... Yeah...
1: Yeah I think um, what I know now... And what I didn't know then, yeah. do you know what I mean, is is vastly and I, different. And I think
0: it's like it, it, I think you should be qualified. Um, I wasn't, but there wasn't really much out there no, when there I was wasn't. working with these people. Mm. Now I would go online and I'd ask questions and I'd talk to doctors. I remember in Australia I had a woman who had tr- two surgeries on her pelvic floor after pregnancies. Now this is she; mm-hmm. her kids were older, yeah, um, they they were growing up, but she kept rupturing her pelvic floor muscle mm. and we had to train her and I was I took 26 and I was given this client now we got her back moving yeah Um but she, like literally what we were doing was it was just all I knew then was hold your breath squeeze everything do the movement come back up that's all I knew because I was on the like, internet
1: yeah.
0: back then it wasn't very fast internet it was internet it wasn't yeah. very internet <laughs> And you're trying to figure out, well, like I was like pelvic floor, and then look at the pelvic floor. Like, okay, what I know now mm. is a whole other ball game.
1: Yeah.
0: But then, but we, I was at the time able to maintain it. But then there was no services for her. There was no classes Damn, for her. No. It was like she had to join a gym, and she got put with a coach who was willing to then go and spend a day reading yeah, and researching, That's not kind like, well, yeah, yeah, we'll just do this compound movements yeah exactly ah. like a uh-huh. lot of
1: people wouldn't go yeah. and do the research and to you know yeah. want and, to know more
0: and that's what just because you like, just because you're, you're a coach doesn't mean that you're a good coach either yeah, I, think, I think that's a big mm. thing so you got into the pre and postnatal, you got your certifications and you're you're working with clients for you how does that like I know when I work with my teens and with some of my specific PTs, mm. the joy I get out of seeing them progress is, mm. especially some of the, the people that I, I I work with that are very limited, that have a disability or they've been told they can't do this and then we get in, in six months they're doing something the doctor said they can't physically do. Mm. How, how do you feel when you're working with clients and you're seeing progression, especially for, like, because pretty much women go through a bit of a war with their body after yeah. pregnancy yeah and it's like it's never more than likely now you can correct me if i'm wrong more than likely it's never going to be what it was before the pregnancy because your body went through nine months of change so it can't really go back to like literally what you were like before mm. for you having to see these women like i'm sure some of them are like borderline depressed with their bodies or like i'm sure there's a whole array of stuff going well on. yeah
1: mental health would definitely come yeah. into it i mean it did definitely came into it for me so yeah, yeah i i think because i'm so passionate about the subject that yes. seeing improvements in women's bodies and uh, because i've coached them through that i think is just the highlight of like it's the reason why I got into this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially what I went through, and and I had postnatal depression after my first because I didn't. Do you know? I I my body was completely different. Yeah. Like every aspect of my body was different. So, I, like for me, when a woman walks through the the door of the gym, and say I had that postnatal client. Yeah and you could tell that you know she's tired she's exhausted but she still wants to come back and and get some sort of fitness get some sort of mental health back and even having the chats with her and realizing that my my input into her fitness uh into her fitness world essentially is is giving her huge improvements in like her daily life yeah do you know what i mean so like even because I work on especially a postnatal client obviously a postnatal client I'd work on her pelvic floor a lot so like before she came to me she was leaking and especially if she sneezed or coughed or anything like that and then she came in one day and she was like oh my god I have to tell you I was on the phone to my friend and um, I sneezed and she started laughing because she knows uh, my problem and uh, she was delighted to turn around to her friend and go no my god I didn't leak do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, my pelvic floor must be yeah. getting better. And she came in skipping that morning and was delighted to tell me that. Do you know what I mean? I, so,
0: I say for a lot of women, it's hard to share that. Yeah. With even their partners and just in general, just to be, because it's, it's, I, I suppose, now again, being a, a white male, my opinion, probably not, but I suppose it's, <laughs> social justice not. <laughs> um I suppose this you don't want your body to be acting like that and then there's a bit of kind of acceptance of that but then there is stuff to do to kind of claw back I'd say just mentally it's it's tough, it's tough like yeah really hard like yeah. I, I, I couldn't even fathom just those little things the little things that you would take for granted in life yeah like I know you, there's like, you see people like you'd see them on YouTube and cross with videos and all that right before a class a woman has to go pee because they're skipping and stuff like that all that yeah. like and there's a bit of a giggle about it but there's there is like a genuine kind of like oh my god I have to and then uh, yeah. they don't want to share that but then sometimes they have to, like as a coach I get told I get privy to a lot of information about clients mm-hmm. and it is it, it, it's I can I can only imagine how difficult it must be for some women and some women worse than others that it's like all those little things just on a daily are just affecting your self-esteem your confidence your mental health that's mm-hmm. it there's
1: not enough conversation about you know mental health after baby as well yeah. and I think but yeah our like our bodies go through this huge change and you know after you have a baby you're po- you're not just postnatal for like what 6 weeks after you're postnatal yeah. for the rest of your life and if you don't seek somebody who is specialized in the industry to help you get your body back to where essentially it was and as close mm-hmm. to where it was i mean yeah you're going to you're going to have issues along the line if you don't have it now you might have it in the future with yeah. your pelvic floor and i think i think number one thing to realize and especially from my experience is that it's mental health first yeah and then you know someone like me would then take care of the rest do you know what i mean so
0: no that's that's a good answer because like even i suppose going into pregnancy people should know be made aware of these are the things that could happen yeah and if it does happen it's okay because I say a lot of people who fall pregnant and then have have a child haven't been told that these things are gonna happen, and yeah. then are probably when they do say to someone, it's like ah, that just ah, we all have that, get over it or get on with it, yeah. that kind of thing, exactly. And that could be just kind of and yeah, because it's it is. I say it is a, a shock because you're you're then automatically a mum, mm-hmm. and you have to be this loving, glowing, ever some mum. Mm-hmm. You're. And you just have to just especially if you're a first time mum, yeah. you have to just automatically accept these things. And that's that it can be as I, I again say it can be hard.
1: Yeah. And, and there's if there's
0: not enough, as you said, support. You now I don't I like I don't know if there's enough support out there for parents and stuff like that. I know Susan didn't do a lot, but she had her sister. Um, Susan was an exception. She had a C section. She was walking the next day, she was let out the day after Mm. because of all her training prior. Her body responded like she was quick, yeah. Her her recovery was crazy quick, Mm. even the the doctor and all was surprised. The scarring, everything was just but we put that down to she had so much training built up over years, she was just her body was was so strong to take it
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: and it, it just what was what the nurses found crazy was the C-section she was because when she got up she was able to walk mm-hmm. and they were like and she's like I'm absolutely fine she took no painkillers she didn't I know not bigging her up or anything like that but she didn't have to mm-hmm. she didn't want to and um, she was able to, but then I also know other people friends that have had C-sections or just natural births and their bodies are like pretty much been through the war yeah and it's weeks like weeks before they like a bridey uh, they're talking about the other, the other day uh, like like that didn't sound at all like oh, a joy. Really?
1: Oh really? I haven't and I, talked to her about it.
0: Um, it was yeah. It was. We won't get into it on the yeah. podcast. But yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I mm. wouldn't wish that on anyone. Mm. Um, Mine
1: was mm. like awful.
0: Yeah, I know my awful. sister uh, got the forceps. My brother, my my brother in law was like, taught, like the doctor had his foot on the bed, <laughs> and I, I goes, I was like, what the? f are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, don't worry, this is normal. I'm like, he's like. <laughs> Like it was like it was the hinging, trying to break. I was like, like, I was like, oh, yeah. Firstly, don't talk about my sister like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an old school guy, I don't want to know. Yeah, I want to be at the top end. I don't want to know. Right? So, I was like, oh, yeah, did you go have a look? I said, no. When I walked into where Susan was getting to see, literally, the doctor's words to me were, look down until the left if you don't want to see anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it was just, uh, that's my preference. Uh, mm. uh, my brother wanted to see everything, and a friend of mine got to touch the, the when the uh, baby's head was crowning. Yeah, to touch yeah. Touch the baby and all that. It was amazing. I was like, huh. to me, that doesn't sound like anything I want to. Do. <laughs> to him, he was like, it was the best thing in my life. You know. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. I think everyone's a Everyone's like, different. I'm slightly more reserved for stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm squeamish. Just uh, old school. That quote Robbie Williams said. I, I would stick to that. If you don't know, look up Robbie. Williams. Uh, we're going to take a quick break uh, uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back in two minutes alright that's after stopping and we're back so uh, again I have to get used to these uh, SD cards they're not giving me what I want all the time we'll find a good one Uh, so yeah we were talking about uh, me being slightly squeamish um, and a Robbie Williams story Google Graham Norton, Robbie Williams—you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, if you're a he bloke, if you're a bloke, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it there. Um, so, in your opinion, what is missing when it comes to training women in general, and then when it comes to them in regards to uh, being pregnant or post-pregnancy training?
1: So, I think that there is. And knowledge and, and understanding that there are more considerations when training training women. So, I mean, if you're if you're coaching an average woman, you should think about like their cycle for one, because I mean, their diff, their strength levels differ throughout yeah. their cycle. And um, if you're coaching a pre and postnatal client, you definitely have to consider their pelvic floor. Yes. Um yeah
0: okay and if you could offer like what would be the biggest bang for a woman's book after pregnancy exercise what would be the best exercise or is there one that if you had to pick one or can you pick one that you'd want them all doing from home
1: so for me <laughs> A client walking in, I love to coach them from the baseline up, basically. So what I consider first would be the health of their pelvic floor. Yeah. Like showing them uh, how to use their breath work correctly in order to contract the pelvic floor efficiently. Yeah. Um, I talk about the core cylinder, so like the diaphragm, your abdominals and your pelvic floor are all connected. Yeah. So if you're understanding how to utilize your breath correctly, your breathing pattern correctly, you're going to contract the pelvic floor in, yeah. in the in the best way possible. So I think as a postnatal <clears throat> person, you definitely have to mm-hmm. consider your how to how to use your breath in accordance with your pelvic floor and yeah. your uh,
0: Course. And would you find um especially women that were kind of very active who want to get back to their activity that kind of don't want like you'd have that argument or even that kind of let's say argument, but conversation mm. of give me this time to work on this and you'll get back to where you want faster you know what taking a step back to go forward whereas they just want to go back into yeah. well i was doing this before i should be able to do it now Kind of so, thing. Do you have those. Have you had those conversations with some people, as in regards to like a, it's it might seem like little, yeah, but it's more important to build this than yeah. where you want to be. To get to where you want to be, this is important. But have you had to have those conversations with people? Yeah,
1: I think you get that all the time because yeah. uh, there's such pressure on women in society to get their body back within yeah. like a day of having the baby. Do you know what I mean? Especially. Yeah, right. self- <laughs> so, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> Social media, (laughs) and Stephen is now dead. (laughs) 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 Cancelled. I think, especially social media, gives that huge pressure, and celebrity life uh, gives that pressure to for women to have their body back like instantaneously. Where I think when they're coming to me, it's the frustration of I have to try and explain to them that yeah. you know this will take time. It's not like a, a week and you're done and you're yeah, like, yeah. like no, a, you've lost your stone in like two you're weeks. Back weeks. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, you get a lot of that from clients. But um, I think when I explain it to them and I and I break them down to them about the importance of it, yeah, yeah, you get one or two who are frustrated with it and won't listen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think most women love the knowledge behind what I can yeah. can give them. Do you know what I mean? So I think when they listen to me and they and they do a slower approach to getting back into 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 fitness, I think yeah, it's better for them and it's.
0: Um, and what what would women? What should women look for? Like if you someone's listening to this, um, and they're just after having a child or they're, they're pregnant, what should they be looking for when they're thinking of going back to exercise?
1: Someone who's specialised in the field. It's not just some that's random it. cowboy. <laughs> no. Has no certs. <laughs> okay. No, not um, some like <laughs> average, not average coach, that sounds awful, but um, I think you want your some best approach is someone who's specialised in the field.
0: Yeah. And you, you can tell, right? Like, I've been working with Erin now for a few months and I know that this is her passion. Mm. I know just from the conversations we have, it's your passion. You think, yeah.
1: How? Yeah. When you meet
0: someone and you're going to work with them, if they can't inspire you to want to work that way, then I would question working with that person. Exactly. Because they're not passionate enough about it or yeah. you're not invested enough in what you think you want. Yeah. So there's, there's two sides to it. Yeah. But I do believe like We have people that come in here. If I can't, like, if I can't explain to you why I do things my way, then don't work with me. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, find someone that's uh, specialized because again, it's it's your body. Mm. It's it's a long game. It's not this this like yeah. And if you six week thing Mm. annoys me. No, I get like if you want, sign up for six weeks and then it's a rollover. I get a six week course. But this whole, your body back.
1: Yeah. And if you want that quick fix, you are going to run into problems down the line. It's not like you may not see those problems now. But I mean, God, you're talking like you could end up having a prolapse or, you know, um, any, any situation with your pelvic floor or, you know. So, I mean, that quick fix could ultimately be a detriment. Yes, I
0: totally agree. And again, I, I think that's coming from an industry that's constantly promoting how quick can you get it oh, into yeah. shape, yeah. like for just weight loss, for get your body back, build muscle, whatever it is. Mm. Run a marathon in eight weeks, program and all. Yeah, you can, mm. but the the compounding effect of training that hard over eight weeks for someone in their thirties is going to be detrimental yeah. long term, yeah. not necessarily in the next two months, but in Two three years, that compounding effect will build up, and then you'll be like, "Oh, I have a, I can't run anymore." Why? Because five years ago, I did something stupid. Yeah. Uh, and that's, but people don't, they don't, I think, realize that when you're playing, you, you only get one body, and if you treat it right, it's gonna exactly. last. Exactly. Like it, it's designed to last. It's built to last for a long time. Yeah. If it's treated right. Yeah. And Again, if you go through a pregnancy uh or like if you're in an accident or an injury so that you need to put the necessary effort into building the foundation which would be the pelvic floor for women Mm. and then building it out which is good because you can have the the most sculpted arm in the world but your pelvic floor is shit yeah um it's not gonna get better if you're not training
1: exactly exactly that would
0: be one of the ways of looking at it
1: and all the considerations when like depending on on the birth story do you yes. know like so C section and stuff like you have to mm. really get someone who is specialized in that field mm. in order to get your body yeah. back to full health. Cuz that's the surgery. Yeah, 100%. Like you've been yeah. Put up,
0: it's not it's not just like again like I know people that had a rough time with it and I but I know Susan is an exception. Um I had a rough time. Yeah. Like, so yeah, it, it was is, awful. It is yeah. Um, it is something that you need to find the right person to give you the right advice going forward yeah um and it's okay to not feel okay in your body i suppose and like that's for everyone like that's everything we deal with people don't feel comfortable in their bodies like we see with our teens and all they're all wrong and all awkward and weird and I, I think everybody think, goes yeah.
1: through that. Yeah. No
0: one. I don't know anyone that 100% feels awesome in themselves all the time. No. If you do, you're lying. Yeah, I, exactly. Because everyone has a bad day. Everyone. Everyone feels crap. Everyone questions themselves how they look, how they feel, and yeah. stuff like that. And it's it is it, it's, it's a tough slog. But even what like obviously your niche that you've uh, in the pre and postnatal uh, classes and working with clients. But that recently has turned into uh, something that's nothing to do with pre or post natal, where you're helping clients uh, prepare for other things, which obviously we we're not going to go into too much detail on. But mm-hmm. it's a it's another aspect of your education can help a lot of people. Yeah. And we're talking about males here. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, prep for surgeries and post surgeries, and which is like. I didn't think that was a thing mm. but that's a whole new yeah a whole new entity for you uh, a whole new niche market mm-hmm. um which is like how was that like just uh, like how, how did you find the experience of it
1: the fact that i can help m- males and females is just amazing you know and especially mm. When that male came to me and yeah. needed help for uh to get his pelvic floor super strong before his surgery, that was just for me, that was yeah, an incredible experience that I got to help him in anyway. Because I mean that's why I'm in the field. Like I yeah. want to help people, I want to be there for people and you know. So yeah, it was it was a great experience. I, I absolutely loved it and yeah.
0: No, it's I like, again and we, we spoke about it there I mean, a while back a few days ago, I think it was about it now. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was when the proposal of the doing it and mm. I was like, okay, I've never heard of that. Yeah. But that's what he was recommended to do. They sought out us, uh F sought out you because obviously you worked with Reggie. Yeah. And then boom, I like that because males
1: have pelvic floors too. We do, so, yeah. we do. and <laughs> appreciate that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Watch the YouTube video. You can see I'm
0: messing, I'm laughing, I'm not trying to take away from women's pelvic floors. Uh, yeah. Um so moving on, and we're gonna be wrapping up uh, the podcast now. Um, just to let you know Erin was super nervous about doing the show. Um, she'll you um, can't see it, but
1: I'm shaking. I can You can see it on it. Then we zoom in on YouTube, check out YouTube
0: chat. Um, so we are got FSM but Erin. Uh, at FSM is going to be starting we're going to be starting up classes we don't yeah. have an exact date yet because of COVID and everything we're, mm. we're still trying to figure that out but we are going to be starting class so if you're listening to this can't wait um, definitely get in touch uh, we're taking people for waiting lists if you want we can put you on a waiting list and then we can keep you posted about times and dates or what's available or if you're looking for personal training uh, we can definitely uh, hook you up there uh, so that's good Also uh, We're going to be Bringing back our Because the other thing Is that you are A kids coach Qualified yeah. Advanced coach With mm-hmm. the Brand X Method And We are going to be Bringing back online Our junior program mm-hmm. Eventually uh, Again COVID Is uh, preventing us From doing it Good it old COVID meant to be Started in April uh, And we have like Still people asking me When's it coming back When's it coming back So mm-hmm. we definitely Will have a full class um, So Yeah we're Multitask coach Aaron will be helping people have babies, yep. but literally, but like getting prepped for it and afterwards, and then we can look after kids and make them strong. Like yeah, exactly. When they're grumpy enough to be teenagers, then I'll look after. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's it. We'll take care. We'll take care of your family. That's what, that's what we're saying. FSM. Family. Gym. Family movement. No, not <laughs> Family strong movements. I don't. Know. Functional strength movements. Whatever it is. Really Um, so guys we're going to wrap up we're going to wrap up uh, our podcast today Uh, it was a good uh, it was a great show definitely going to have Erin back on and maybe some other guests with her to talk more about it which will be again it'll be more informative when it's someone that doesn't know a lot about it and Erin and then some other people that actually know more about it so we're going to do that show it's going to be a great show Uh, thank you for listening as always please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel or to Spotify or Podbean Uh, If you enjoyed the show, please leave a positive comment uh, because we love to hear your feedback. And guys, thank you for listening. And from myself and Aaron, we are done. You're listening to the Live Blitz Play podcast.